Lightbutt Radio. Come on through on your wires. <laughs> All right, happy Funky Shirt Friday, Australia. This episode proudly brought to you by Vic's Vapor Drops for two sick, stuffy-headed blokes who are trying to drive you to work this morning. Derek, how are you going over there? Fantastic, mate. Thanks very much for having me. Happy Funky Shirt Friday. Great gusto. We're starting off, uh, yeah, hard and fast. As I said, Vapor Drops. What's with the beanie? Why isn't your your logo centred above you? I can't see myself. How far off is it? Uh, It's probably over your right eyebrow. Oh, well, that'll work. Um, Actually, hang on. I'm going to jot that down. I think I've got a rock in my sock about that. So we've had a, yeah, massive week. My God. We travelled up to the Kidston Hydro Project, didn't we, Derek? Tuesday, Wednesday. Kidston um, Pumped Storage Hydro. Hydro. Yes, I know. And people at home driving to work, at home driving to work. The first project of its kind in 40 years in Australia. And by the time it's completed in 2025, it's going to be the third biggest power supplier in Australia. There you go. I didn't even look at any notes. Yeah, well, there you Someone go. Someone was paying attention on the excursion. I wasn't. Um, so, it, yeah, in over it's 40 awesome. years. It's fucking awesome. I it's was up massive. all night reading about it. I love it. Actually, it's mad. You were not up all night reading well, about it. Well, I was. I was up all night blowing my nose, so I was reading about Kidston Power Station. So they rec- yeah can, they can crank it up in less than thirty seconds when it gets going. What else have they got here? No, so don't worry about that stuff. Let's get in the history of it. There used to be a gold mine. There used to be a gold mine with two massive pits. They're about three hundred and fifty meter deep pits each that are now full of water. And one of the pits is slightly elevated to the other pit, so they're using gravity fed, um, you know, water. Sort of supply scenario to hydroelectrics. Who yeah, would have thought hydro, about it? Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. It's stored, stored, um, stored hydro. So it's just two full water pits that just keep gravity feeding down through a power supply and then pumping back up into the top pit and going over and over again. So it's going to be it's renewable energy and it's powered by a, a, a huge solar farm that Gen X built just off to the side. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty mad. So if anyone uh, wants to know more about the Kidston Hydro Project, give it a Google and check it out. Dan's read up all about it. We'll just give him a call. The population of Kidston is literally three. Um, yeah. Jimmy Glennis and Glennis's husband. We were hoping to get a smoker review out there. Sadly, no it? smoko spots. Did we get Glennis's husband's name? No, I don't think we did. We didn't meet Glennis's husband. It was hard enough figuring out whether Glennis's name was Glennis That's or Gladys. Gladys. Yeah, I know. Anyway, we did get there in the end, didn't we? Well, I got there. You were just calling everyone mate what, and bud. Uh, yeah, hey, buddy. That's easier. I don't have to hey, think. Hey, old mate. Um, so the other uh, other thing we got out there, threw a few nicknames out. Horsecock, as uh, we we named him up there. <laughs> Big tone. And I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not buying into that part of this conversation at all. You can you, explain your way you through that. The, you dish the nicknames out. Um, Dan got a, a set of boots handed no. to him that were too big for him. Um, so, anyway. What? He got all shy. <laughs> no, I'm not shy. I just, I just don't know where this part's going, to be honest. Um, yeah, because, you know, when you plan a trip out to a gold mine and Ed Ross plans it, but he tells you, no, no, you don't need work pants or you don't need work boots. Um, I didn't say that. I just said that's. I'm not bringing those things. Oh, fuck that. I'm wearing my RMs. Yeah, absolutely. Again, don't overthink it. Um, so that was our trip up there. Got back. Now we've got a head cold. And we're battling through this podcast. So hey, stick well, with us. Hang on. I think you flew through our trip a bit too fast. I've still got stuff to talk about in Kidston. We went underground. Mm-hmm. We went underground. They took us 700 metres underground, which was mad. Um, so the, what was the drilling machine called? Jumbo. Jumbo. Yeah, they call it a jumbo, but I don't no, get Someone that. was paying attention. Well, yeah. But, I mean, why do they call it a jumbo? 
It's a big driller. They just bl- blast the shit out of granite. Oh, and I've actually got it. Hang on. Oh, that's my that's Keep my talking. bit. That's my bit. That's my core sample. Keep I am talking. Keep, keep hosting the I'm glad you still got that. Yeah, look at that. How's fucking that band. for a fucking rock in your sock mm. on the where, on the uh, YouTube? See that? It's a core sample of mm. Kidston Mine. Um, no gold in it, sadly. I don't know how deep below, like how far. I don't know where that core sample would have come from. Let's look at it. But yeah, basically, yeah, we got a tour of kids and it was mad and yeah, massive project. So love it. And we spoke to three, four. We did four presentations, which fucking takes it out of you. We did three presos. We didn't do four. Didn't we do four? No, three. Okay, three presos. Which <coughs> oh, we didn't do one on the yesterday morning. No, uh, but it takes it out of you. Four different crews to talk to. Um, night crew, day crew, and office crew—three very different crews. Try telling, hey. try talking about mental health and suicide prevention to a night crew that's just knocked off after a fucking twelve-hour shift. They do not want to hear from us. No, no, that was starting their night shift. What? No, the mm. guys at the pub had just knocked off. They were all drinking yeah, they were day shift guys. At, the, at the wet mess. Oh, I would say twelve-hour day shift, few a few stubbies deep at the wet mess, mm. and I was feeling like a wet mess and. <laughs> Had to present to... Look like a wet mess. Yeah. And, you know, as per usual, you just throw me in the deep end. Oh, yeah, Dan will start it off. You love talking about it. Um, happy with the kids and stuff? You wrap that up? Um, yeah, I reckon. I think everyone Sweat. should check it out. 200 kilometres west of Cairns, Kidston is. Absolutely. Nice little township. We flew out there in a Beechcraft Air King. Fucking great, great set of wheels. <laughs> set of wings. With a set of wheels on it, you can even get a lance. Yeah, true. <laughs> Scrapes on its belly ass. slide. <laughs> Which um, took me to the. Yeah, anyway, I'm not gonna go down going to go down that path. No, 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 no. Because no, I was watching videos of airplanes landing last night. Jeez. Because I was. What? I was up reading about Kidston, and then I was up watching videos of Beechcraft Air Kings because they're just a really great, reliable plane. <laughs> um, you know, I was even chatting to my brother about it. He used to fly an Air King around the Kimberley. He's like, that's a great plane. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. And then YouTube took me on to the next thing, which was like airline crash landings. Oh, so, yeah. They're the best. Yeah. Do you know the um, JetBlue flight a couple of years ago that had the – it took In off. Australia. It took off out of LA as a flight from LA to New York and it took off and its nose wheel, its front – yeah, oh, wheel no, went ninety degrees. Went ninety degrees. Oh, that you remember the one? No, I don't. But that's yeah, hilarious. So, well, where did it hit it land? <laughs> hilarious. Probably wouldn't have been. How, the word know, how would they know? Well, because they were getting a weird signal from the plane. <laughs> <laughs> now the landing gear, when the landing gear won't won't close, yeah. they were getting a weird signal, and then they had to do a low flyover past the tower, and people in the tower with binoculars were. Looking at it. Looking at it, and they were like, yeah, your front wheel's locked at 90 degrees. So, And they had a full – they had two full wings of fuel, gravity-fed, because <laughs> they were flying yeah, to New York. Fed. It's a big, like, long flight. Um, New York to LA or, or either with it, whichever direction. And so they had to fly around for three and a half hours. Had he just dumped the fuel? Oh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. 
ask your brother about that. I'm pretty sure they can dump it. Because hey, that, that's what that was the issue with the dump and burn at River Fire, but not not good for the environment. They used to fly over the river and just dump all the fuel in the river. <laughs> that's why the Brisbane River is now brown. Oh yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> so I, I remember when it was blue. In any way, in any case, this conversation's not. I don't know where it's going, but. Yeah, I was watching the video of the JetBlue flight with the locked nose and they had to land it. But there's Did they f- land it? Well, yeah, they did. For four hours, they were flying around the airport to burn through fuel. And everyone on the plane was freaking out, obviously, because and they were watching news crews were filming, like they caught wind of this plane that had an issue that was circling and news crews were filming it. And they were broadcasting the news on the channel in the plane. So everyone in the plane was watching the news of their own plane flying around with an issue that was going to be, yeah. Planeception. Yeah, so anyway, eventually it landed and the pilot had to keep the nose up, but it landed and it ground the wheel down. Imagine a wheel mm. with rubber on it and the whole, like, whatever a wheel is, <laughs> yeah. half. It was, like, ground down half by the time it stopped. Incredible, so, incredible. Yeah. Anyway, I don't really know how we got there, so yeah, I'm happy to move on now. Well, the other thing is, uh, yeah, so TX turned two last week, which was... Well, that's right. We're here to talk big, about mental health. Big achievement. <laughs> I don't know what we've been talking about for the first 15 minutes. How many minutes are we into this podcast? Ten already. Hey, Sweet. look, the thing is, I think it's one of the things we've got to get across here is that what the, one of the functions of this podcast is for you and I... To just have a chat. <laughs> to just blow off a bit of steam. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we spend a lot of time... Like yesterday and the day before, speaking to, you know, all sorts of different people about mental health and that kind of stuff, and it can be draining. So I think we've got to, we need to blow off a bit of steam. So this is a bit of a, bit of a yeah, yarn. Bloody oath. Yeah. So TX turning two, uh, we've got some got, had some stats that have come through. Yeah, so we're over. into the terrible twos now. Fucking TX opening uh, all the cupboards, throwing <laughs> shit everywhere. Bloody two year olds. <laughs> so eighty one hundred individuals we've supported. In two uh, two years is pretty cool. Six and a half thousand hours of, of care delivered, and one point three million bucks worth of care provided to the community free of charge. So thanks to everyone out there that has supported uh, Trademont and TX uh, over the last couple of years. We've been able to make a shitload of impact, and can't wait to make more over the over the next two. Which is no small feat, I guess. But it's I don't, know, we don't often stop and reflect on the numbers, do we? Because it always feels like there's so much to do. But yeah, eighty one hundred. You said eighty one hundred. Eight thousand. It's out. Uh, what sounds bigger, 8,100 or 8,100? 8,100 sounds big. Do you reckon? Yeah. I actually think 8,100 sounds bigger. Well, I think we should do Funky Shirt Friday business shout-out this week, Derek. The spotlight has been shone on Gardell Electrical and Solar, I realise, have updated their name. If Solar on the end of it, you know Gardy well. <clears throat> well, I mean, is there any electrical business that doesn't do solar now, really? Well... I'm not sure. If you're an electrician, you don't know how to do... Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. There's, yeah. If you're an electrician, you don't know how to do solar. There's That's nothing fine. wrong with you. <laughs> you are fine. Just and, do you. And you can always learn upskill anytime. Yep. Beautiful. Gardell Electrical, yeah. Well, I well mean, we used to be in their office. We used to sublet their little office, didn't we? Was our fir- was that, that was our first office um, that we were, yeah, paying rent for back in the day. So our little team in there, it was you and I to start with. and then it, um, Our yeah, little team. Slowly grew. Yeah, when we'd sit across the office from each other, we had about five metres between our desks and we used to just... Which ab- still wasn't enough. ...abuse each other. Screaming matches. No, so, uh, so Gardy, r- r- do you want me to read this little blurb? I know you told me not to read it, but I'm asking for permission now. Well, I mean, just tell us about Gardy. Who's Gardy? Well, Gardy's been on the podcast. Yeah, there you go. Sam Gardell. Yeah, and? That's where you come in. 
Oh, yeah, well, yes, Guardy has been on the podcast. Great podcast. He like he did it. How long ago? When was that? Shit, it must be uh, over eighteen months ago now. I reckon. And we've also 20, had it was twenty twenty. I reckon. That well, was. we've also had Lockie Stewart on the podcast as well. The two the man that can. Because if you listen, to Lockie Stewart Project. Um, sorry, the Lockie Stewart podcast. Yeah, he he is and owns and operates the Man That Can Project. And I think Gardy was a subscriber. And Wes Vasily, I think, has been doing stuff there too. Oh, yeah. And so Gardy was a sub- subscriber to The Man That Can as well. So he's been through, done a whole lot of work with Lockie Stewart, um, Mind, Body and Spirit. And, yeah, Gardy's seen some huge results from that. And I think one of the results is his awesome electrical business, family-owned and operated electrical business here in Brisbane. Um, Absolutely. And Gay's big fan of Trademutts, obviously, and all his stuff. He must have over 20-odd staff now. That wear, um, well, he was wearing Trademutt full-time. That was his full-time kit. So, uh, yeah, big supporter. So, shout-out to um, Sam Gardell and Gardell Electrical and Solar. Thanks for all the support. Really appreciate um, it. And if you need solar in Brisbane... Give Guardy a call. There's about a three-year wait list at the moment, but that's all right. Just jump on, give him a call. All right. Rock in your sock, Derek. I had a rock that got way down deep in my sock. Dan's just currently coughing up a lung. Now he wants me to talk. Beautiful. Well, I've got a couple of rocks in my sock this week. This should be good. The first one was uh, Sunday morning. So Saturday, I was down at the Fed in Toowoomba uh, having a few schooners with some mates. Um, so when I woke up Sunday morning, I was feeling a little bit – I wasn't actually hungover. I was just a little bit, you know, not quite right. And I was like, today I'm going to cook up myself a nice big brekkie and I'm going to go to a cafe and get a uh, chocolate thick shake to just to treat myself because bucket one up. You don't mind a chocolate thick shake, Love chocolate thickies, mate. Anyway, went in there. I was like, I have a gluten-free chocolate thick shake. And she said, we'd only do milkshakes. What the fuck are you talking about? Just add two more scoops of ice cream to the fucking milkshake and make it thick. It's not that hard. Anyway, I had to have a milkshake instead. So I had a rock in my sock. I've still got a rock in my sock. I'm still pissed off about it. If you can do milkshakes, you can do thick shakes. Well, I mean, Cafes I- around Australia, pull your heads in. Anyway, in I'd the love, next, I'd love to dive in and, and get behind you on that one, but I don't drink milkshakes or thick shakes. Um, I, well, do I don't I, like milkshakes. I like thick shakes. Do you even need to put milk in a thick shake? Yeah, or can it just to, be to, ice cream? To, no, 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 no. Can you, you just do ice cream and chocolate and just mix that up? And well, you could, but I mean, that's mega thick. It'll just, it's that's it's like. Well, well, that'll that'll get the rock out of your sock. Well, I wouldn't be able to suck it through a straw. You'd have to use a spoon, which is not. I don't want ice cream. I just want a thick shake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. What's your rock in your sock? I thought you were gonna. I thought you had another one. Yeah, but you one for one. I'm gonna oh, spit well, out all my good material. Well, my only one this week is um, it's actually from the kids' trip. To be honest, um, shower curtains, shower curtains, <laughs> just shower curtains. Can't fucking stand them. Yeah, are you well, talking about the length of them? Just no, no. Just the concept of shower curtains. Full stop. Shit that happens with shower curtains. So, for instance, you know when they blow. You know when they bl- like they sort of blow around. Have you ever had a shower curtain wrap itself around your leg while you're in a shower? You know when it yeah. sticks to your leg. Doesn't that make you just want to cut your entire leg off? 
There's no amount of water or no, showering no in the world that can fix what the shower curtain just did to your leg. The worst ones is is when you're in one you of those. You know what I'm talking about? Because they're covered yeah, yeah. in scum they're, they're and fucking shit. disgusting. <laughs> but the thing that, you know, sometimes you're in those povo showers <laughs> and you've got like that plastic lip. You know, there's like that lip, you know, on the edge of the shower. And then the curtain, if you don't have the curtain on the inside edge of the lip and have it on the outside edge of the lip, but you haven't realised and you're just, you know, in there wailing away in your shower, the fucking water goes all through your bathroom. You know what I'm saying? It acts like a waterfall into the wrong area. The most surprising thing about that is that you pretend to be a whale in the shower. I'm whaling away. (laughs) (laughs) Ed, what are you doing in there? (laughs) (laughs) My my second rock in my sock is people on planes. Oh, fuck. I forgot. I told Blanky last night. Shit. So, you know that guy I was sitting next to on the plane yesterday? He literally fucking clapped when we landed. First time I've ever seen it in my life. He went like this. Just to himself, I was like, whoa. I thought that was a G. I thought that was just a joke. I didn't think anyone actually did that. That guy literally clapped yesterday. Well, the front nose wheel on our <laughs> plane wasn't at 90 degrees, so. Oh, God. No, the thing I've got to rock my sock about, though, is people, as soon as a seatbelt sign goes off, they just fucking all stand up. No, that was a kid who had to go to the toilet. No, 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 no. Everyone does it on every flight ever. As soon as you rock up, bing, everyone just stands up. It's like, just sit down. You've been sitting there for two hours anyway, sitting another five minutes, and we can orderly get off the plane rather than try and fucking shuffle past everyone. And, oh, it drives me mad. So, Well, the thing is to planes is that there's a system. Oh. There's just a one. But, but people still haven't worked rules. it out. There's a back exit and a front exit. If you're right, if you're seated oh, at row 16 actually, and beyond. Fuck this. I've got another rock in my sock. Why are they still telling us that you can't smoke on a plane? Because well, people still try to do it. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. People like with a nicotine addiction who like, you know, and anxiety and all this kind of stuff, like a, a little durry, you're like, my fucking oath. And vaping would be a big one now as well. Vaping in the, actually you could just vape in the main plane, in the main part of the plane. Couldn't you? In the fuselage. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I've witnessed people vaping and they just, if they vape their thing in and they suck it in and they hold it. For just a little bit, and then they break out. Nothing comes out. Get real. I'm sure you could just do that in the plane. Yeah, right. Are you googling vaping? No. Mate, Are they all the rocks you've had in your sock? Well, I Sweet. only had one. All right, my t- oh, I've had three. You've had now. about fucking seven. Mm. All right, let's get on to um. And I brought in an actual rock. <laughs> let's get on some competition stuff. Are you ready to win an amazing Tradamid prize? Bloody oath. So, uh, we don't have a competition this week. Couldn't come up with the original idea. So uh, we're gonna let everyone off the hook this week. So. The winner from last week. Why? What's wrong? Everything's fine. I reckon this is a fake last name. Is that a fake last name? No? Oh. Okay. I'm not going to say it then because I can't pronounce it. What? Economus? Mm. Ian. Economus. So he, so the code word last week was ruffled feathers. He says, 73-year-old woman was in court yesterday for streaking at the Sydney Flower Show last week. She was let off with a caution but was awarded first prize. The best ruffled feathers arrangement. Not your greatest, but not uh, not much competition that came in this week. So, yeah, congratulations. You got yourself a trademark prize. Well done. Uh, let's get to the most important part of the week. You have a great night. God bless you. And a ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> so, sadly, the intro for Smoko Reviews has been flagged as um, piracy. No? Is that the word? 
What is it? What was happened? Copyright oh, infringement. Oh, yeah, copyright infringement. Yeah. You jinxed it because you said the other day, oh, can we? Are we allowed to do this? Well, no, I just... I know how YouTube works. Anyway, so we've had a few people, um, <laughs> a few smoker reviews come through. So as we've been saying, we're looking for Australia's best smokos. Um, Dan and I are heading out to do ours straight after this. So one that we've had through, a cruffin. A cruffin. Yeah, I know what they are. What is it? A croissant muffin. Oh, really? Well, is that what it says in the description? Well, it just says a cruffin, the Hills Baker at Evenham Park for yeah, six bucks. A cr- I think cruffin we'll is to, a croissant muffin. We might have to go do that one. It's like a half a croissant and half a muffin. What does it look like? Well, it looks like a muffin, but it's a croissant muffin. There you go. Oh, yeah. Fuck me dead. So sweet a, or savoury? It's like a flaky. Like sweet? a flaky. Is it sweet? Flaky muffin. Is it sweet? Well, I mean, you can make anything sweet, I guess. You just put sugar in it. No, no, but are they standard sweet or are they... Oh, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not... Like well, we're going for one. I'm right, not, I'm not a connoisseur. Then we've got the Stay Grounded Cafe Shop, Pitwater Road, Collaroy. Great part of the world. Bacon and egg roll with aioli and barbecue sauce. Oh, saying here the gluten-free option is also amazing. That's $10.50 smashing. goes great with a coffee. He said the gluten-free option is also smashing. I think that smashing. is a, a, an allusion to smashed avocado. I'll be having that when we go down in uh, July. And then we've got one from the BP Lara Pinta, cheese bites, vanilla slice, and nice coffee, no price attached. I'm assuming it'll be probably 20 bucks at the current inflation prices at BPs around the country. Anything else, Derek? Because we're about to cut to our smoker review. Um, well, no. I mean, you know. What was that? I said, well, no. I said, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. No, I don't. I have anything else to do. Well, thanks Australia for uh, tuning into this week's Funky Shirt Friday podcast. We're going to leave you now with our smoker review. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Start a conversation. If anyone out there wants to talk to a mental health professional, Monday to Friday, eight AM to ten PM, free of charge. Give TX a call. Oh four triple eight four six nine double eight. Hang on, hang on. Hold the show. You don't. You take that finger off the record button, DK. <laughs> What do you got? Well, we just got a letter and a um, framed photograph. Um, yeah, go on, Lodre. Get in there. See if we can get this on camera. So, from Maxwell Racing, from DK's, DK's working the angles. So, Brett and Maxwell. Um, so we're just sorry, we're just sorting it out in the uh, in the in the podcast. Keep, going, keep talking. It's a bit hard, but um, yeah. So Brett Maxwell is a sprint car racer. So for anyone who doesn't know what a sprint car is, they go fast. Uh, yes, and they're those winged, like those weirdly winged, like little go karty looking dirt driving car things. <laughs> um, yeah, trademark and Tx were like the name, no, like a sponsor for his wings. Um, and he's just had an awesome season. He sent us through his framed photo, just thanking us in a little letter, just wanting to thank us for the support from Maxwell Racing with their number 45 LS Sprint Car for season 21-22. They had a positive and enjoyable season with some challenges, some successes and some significant learnings. A lot of hard work and big commitment to racing season. Managed to race at every race meeting on the Victorian Sprint Car Association Championship calendar, apart from the race meetings that were cancelled due to rain, etc., um, so it's quite a good little wrap up this letter, you know, just talks about sort of consistency across the, uh, across the season and kind of lessons and stuff they learned and the support from other drivers and how good it was. 
But goes on to finish saying that unfortunately they've had to make the really tough decision to sell the number 45 sprint card due to several factors which would make continuing into another season just too difficult. So congratulations to Brett Maxwell for an awesome season. I mean, it's obviously sorry to hear that, you know, you've had to sell a car and um, and not going to continue. But I know motorsport racing is a bloody expensive sport. Oh, God. And also the amount of travel and stuff that you got to cruise around and, you know, go and do. And I'm sure, you know, well, managing families and, you know, work commitments and life and all that kind of stuff. Getting on the road and racing is um, hard to keep up. But, you know, that's kind of shame, really, because, like, he would fucking love that. Like, he would love that as a hobby. How good would that be? Like, yeah. ra- like race car driving. Be great. Um, and, I mean, you know, we know how important it is for people to have hobbies and, you know, things and projects outside of work and life that sort of fill their cup a bit. So, um, yeah, shame that they haven't been able to continue number 45 sprint car. But awesome that they've had a great season and had a crack and we've got trademark wrapped all over it as well which is sick and so yeah that is going to sit proudly in the podcast in the podcast studio we'll attach the letter to it from maxwell racing as well from from brett maxwell so yeah congratulations brett and the team on an awesome (coughs) season and thanks for the support of trademark i'm sure that just getting the trademark and tx name out amongst the sprint car racing community is Hopefully started some positive conversations. So, yeah. Well Stick done, with mate. us now for our Smoker Review. Have a great weekend, legends. We're out here at Tarafas Cannon Hill. We're coming to try a little smoker order that's been sent in. Mm, very excited. <laughs> What's the coffee that I've got to get? Just a regular Eight coffee. Eight coffee. Eight coffee, any coffee. I'm going to get a caramel latte. Are you? Oh, yeah. It doesn't say. Hello. How are you? Um, can I please grab a ham and cheese Zed bread? Do they come toasted? Yeah, toasted. Yeah. Um, and I might go by tall caramel latte, please. That's a grown-up shot. Ah, uh, double. That's it, thanks. Standing at the back of the ute, at least, maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, Not- well, we're out here at Zarafa. We're in the car park of Zarafa's in Cannon Hill, actually, because it's a little bit loud to do the smoke overview over there. But yeah, sent in by Jody. Um, to head down to Zarafas and grab a ham and cheese Zed bread and a coffee. So I've got the Zed bread here. It's just been toasted. I've also got, I've gone for, don't tell anyone, but I went for a little caramel latte. I know for the coffee traditionalists out there, you're probably going to not agree that a caramel latte is really a coffee. It's more of a milkshake. But anyway, I'm feeling a bit fragile, so I went for caramel latte. So there you go. All right, so firstly, presentation in the packaging. Can't beat Zarafas, they're an institution. They obviously know how to pack a smoko, so you know, I, I think the, the color of the bag is nice, everything's well presented. One fold, simple, look good, good to go. Easy to access, easy access, beautiful. Also, what I like is it's on a plate and it's compostable, so there you go. Oh, Zarafas doing their part for the environment, carbon neutral. What, what was the cost of this meal again? We'll get to that. Um, so. <laughs> Ham and cheese Zed bread, not something I've ever really heard of before, but it appears to be a bit of a like a bit of a pita style, pita pocket style um, scenario. So um, it's obviously been in the turbo oven as well, so it's got a nice crisp to it when I when I tap it. So I'm pretty pretty bloody keen for this. So yeah, I only had to wait about five minutes for this. So yeah, if you're in a trading in a rush, that's fucking great. So have a taste, shall we? That's not bad. It's certainly cheesy. Just so you can see the size of the bite that I took out of it. There you go. Um, now, tribute to Dave Portnoy. I'm only going to take one bite. Because after last smoke, I 
fell crook after eating the entire chicken schnitzel burger scallop and chips. Look, I'm not gonna lie, it was actually quite cheesy. It was way more cheesy than I was expecting. I do love cheese, but it was quite cheesy. So yeah, if you like cheese, this is probably one for you. If you don't like cheese, it's probably, probably steer clear of this one. Um, ham, it tastes like pretty stock standard ham. I, I don't know if it's been double, triple smoked or anything like that. It's probably just straight off the bone. Who knows? Um, it's nice, nice and manageable. One of the things I really like about it is the size and the shape of it and how easy it actually is to manage. So Zarafis has drive-through, so if you're eating that on the run, it's very, it'd be very easy to manage in the car while you're driving with your knees. Coffee. It's dangerous diving in for a sip of coffee because I'll probably burn my tongue. Mm. Mm -hmm. Burnt my tongue. Um, hot. I mean, how fucking good is a caramel latte, to be honest? I don't think I've ever had a shit one. And Zarafis do know how to make coffee. They are an institution. They've been churning out coffee for a long time. I'm sure, you know, they're using Arabica beans or, or something of the equivalent. Um, that's a great coffee. The one thing I like about this particular caramel latte, and they haven't gone too heavy on the syrup, which is nice. You don't want something that's ultra ultra sweet. Usually I'm a long black man, so I know it's a bit weird that I'll be drinking caramel latte, but anyway. Well, there's the meal. You know, Trader, you want a quick stop off, quick smoke -o. Also, this combo here cost me $13.45. Um, now, my first review, I obviously went really high and I've been chastised ever since for going too high. They, they reckon that by giving a 9.5 for the first smoke -o review, I haven't left very much room for growth. Um, and I am all about growth, so I'm gonna just rejig the, the, the weighting of these reviews. So yeah, for that ham and cheese Z bread, look, have I had one before? No. Would I have one again? Look, yeah, but it would, probably wouldn't be my first, first pick, to be honest. Uh, for the coffee, I mean, look, Zarafis, it's chain coffee. You know, you're not getting the coffee experience in Zarafis really um, they're hardly wankers about what they do they just know how to do it and they do it pretty well um, for the entire meal altogether for $13.50 coffee and a Z bread look I'm I'm reasonably happy with that I think it might be a little bit pricey but you know with the cost of inflation at the moment the way things are going it's probably right where it needs to be uh, all in all probably gonna give it about a, a total of 6.5 I think for the whole thing so yeah that's about me if you need workwear, come and see Trademark. If you need to talk to a mental health professional, call Tiax. If you want a coffee and a Z bread, head to Zarafis. If I stop, I'll die. <laughs>